the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I'm joined by my co-host Don Dix, the chapter leader of Act for America in Corona. And we have a wonderful guest today, one of our greatest activists, and she's really new to the activist game, Denise Ruiz, with a very special event we're going to be talking about. Welcome, everybody, to this week's show. The crowd goes wild. And our sound effects department. (laughs) We have a sound effects department official. Well, it's great to see you guys. And yeah, we have a very special guest today because it's always um, a great day when we can introduce, although I think she's been on the show once or twice before, uh, reintroduce somebody who has gotten involved in uh, in the effort to advance conservative uh, politics, or at least push back the progressive tide. Uh, her name is Denise Ruiz. Uh, she has d- done quite a bit uh, over the last year, a year and a half. And first, we want to tell, learn a little bit about her backstory, how she got involved in politics, and then she's got an exciting event coming up we want to showcase so that everybody out there can help uh, push this event along, especially support an event sponsored and organized by fellow activists, fellow conservatives. Welcome to the show, Denise. Thank you. It's great to have you in the studio. It's nice to be here again. Yeah. So remind our listeners, if they don't recall, because I think, when was the last time you were with us? It's been... Uh, When I did the last Sharia. Well, the first. I should say the first. Not going to be the last. Okay. Not going to be the last. That's right. Mm -hmm. We want to talk about that and how that went again. But uh, you have not really uh, ever been... involved in politics up until the Trump era. Yes. What what was politics for you prior to Trump? What was that topic? Was your family politically active? Was tell us about that. Uh well, as far as my family uh goes, I was raised by my great-grandmother, okay. who was a blue star mother. Um For the people that don't know in our audience, what's a blue star mother? Their mothers to uh Vets might have uncles and cousins who uh, served. And um, so I was raised to um, be an American patriot. Um, Unfortunately, I didn't do my activism until last year because of my religious background. Um, I was raised in the Christian community, and I was always told not to step towards, um, you know, politics. Interesting. Yeah, that's a, that's that's unfortunately a very uh, dominant theme in churches today is that they feel that politics is not a a, a realm that they should be active in. And I think we're learning uh, exactly the opposite is, in fact, the case. We've abdicated the public square. Well, the country was founded on right. in large measure because of that Christian basis and because the pulpit was involved in 
politics and in the affairs of the day. Because somebody's, somebody's going to make these decisions. Somebody's going to decide about education. Somebody's going to decide about when it's okay to kill unborn children. Some, all these basic moral decisions. Right. Someone's going to decide those. And the question is, are people of faith, are people, are Christians going to be involved in making those decisions as citizens of the country? Yep. So your family background was, as Christians, we're not going to get involved in politics. Um, that's for somebody else to do. Right. We'll vote. Did you? Were you guys a voting family? I have never voted. Really? You yes. haven't. But what about your family? Yes. They voted. They, did. they voted. Okay, but somehow that didn't, you know, just transition and yeah, we never talked about politics. Never. Okay. You know, never came up, but um, till I stepped into it, and then I seen the world for what it is. What was that? Tell us about that zero point in your history timeline when all of a sudden you went, hmm, politics, Trump. What was that what, what was that breakout event for you or or tell us about how that happened? Well, I I believe my cousin, one of my cousins would call me almost every night, every day. And we would discuss, you know, things that are going on like uh Agenda 21 and, okay. you know, stuff like that. And my fiance started mentioning about the Walmart and all the FEMA. And I've never heard of this stuff before. And, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, this is before Trump got elected and he's running. And uh, we were actually we didn't even really know anything about politics. Nothing. So okay. we were like, well, who are we going to vote for? And in this upcoming presidential yeah, election, we were like, well, who's the, you know, it was so okay. we just had to do research and, um, we were actually going to vote for Bernie. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. What, so, but, but but then even when we said, "Oh, Bernie," uh, we still didn't know. We weren't okay. really educated on the. You know, I just said, "Oh, well, he's for all the young people. Let's just go okay. for him." You know, right. the young people, I believe, are you know they're our future. Let's do it. Um, and then we started looking towards you know more of Trump, and my cousin and I started talking more, and and she was like, you know. Um, telling me more information about Trump. And then uh, when he made the so-called, what the liberals like to say, racist remarks about building the wall and sending, you know, about the Mexicans and all this stuff. Um, then, you know, I was like, oh, he's racist. Really? I did. And one of my girlfriends uh, told me, no, he's not. Let me tell you a little bit more about him. So I started learning by, you know, not only my family member, but then my girlfriend. And I said, wow, you know what? Let's start researching Trump. Everything he did was... Everything good. was coming up good for good. you. Yeah, we were like 100% on it. So you got over the the perception that what he was saying was racist. Mm -hmm. And do you have a lot of friends that are uh, Hispanic? Well, now I do. Now you do. All right. But then not so much. No. Okay. And so you got over the racist thing. And then when did when did this thing start going full bore for you? When did you start getting? I would say the first rally in my city in Upland. The first rally in your city. Yes. You went to it. Yes. And you got excited. Yep. And there was, you know, Jews and Mexicans and there was whites and there was blacks. And I'm just like, whoa. Like, you know, it was all everything new to me. Right. And what I'd never experienced before was so much racism. Um, the drive-bys in the cars, you know, flipping us off. And, oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, I never experienced stuff like that before. So Those were the tolerant liberals uh, of mm, Upland? Yeah, driving okay. by with their uh, F. Trump song, you know. Wow. 
So, you know, everything was new to me. I mean, to this day, I still see stuff that's all new to me. I hear stuff and I'm like, wow, I've I've never experienced this before. It's amazing. And what led you to make the next step to trying to organize and do these things yourself, not to show up at somebody else's rally? (sighs) Researching, uh, a lot of research, especially on Sharia. Mm. And... um, you know, nine eleven, and just looking into we 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 watch documentaries all the time. Wow! And that's one main focus of mine is no Sharia in America. That's what I'm focused on now. Well, and you have a history. Your family's been involved in putting on events. Uh, your fiance is, a, among other things, a DJ and a, a promoter. Yeah, we promoted for what I would say a little over twelve years. Um, did did uh, music events and- music events concerts um excuse me one thing um that got me involved in the first sharia march was that uh after the um san bernardino shooting right we got involved with the um the concert for to fundraise oh. for the victims families okay so you know as i'm going along i'm learning and and I, we want, I talked to him and we switched over from the entertainment part of it, which a lot of it in Hollywood is liberal. Mm-hmm. And we want to do more Americanized, more patriotic events. Gotcha. So, well, you've got a big event coming up. We're going to take a quick break and uh, give a, uh, hear a, a word from a sponsor of this program. And when we get back, we want to talk about uh, your event, uh, more, learn more about uh, what uh, about your Sharia event that happened uh, earlier this year. And then you did another one. Um, lots to talk about with Denise Ruiz and her fiance when we return after a break from our sponsor. Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hey, Larry Elder here. Now, if you're a homeowner thinking about refinancing or you'd like to be a homeowner and aren't sure where to start, call my friend Ed Hoffman at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Rates are great right now, and from what Ed tells me, there are a lot of great opportunities out there in real estate. You need a lender you can count on, and I can vouch for Ed. He'll deal with you straight and advise you like you're part of the family. Just give Ed a call at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I know Ed. He's a good guy. He'll talk to you like a friend and won't make you feel like you've just walked into a shark tank. Now's the time to buy or refinance. Give my friend Ed Hoffman a call at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Again, 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or visit him online, wccloans.com. 855-640-2020. 855-640-2020. AM 590, the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program. My name is Don Dix, the chapter leader of Act for America in Corona. As always, my co-host uh, is Greg Britton leader of Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and our special guest uh, this week, uh, Denise Ruiz, who has uh, recently gotten involved in politics, got on board the Trump train, and uh, is using her background in uh, event uh, promotion, event coordination, to put on an event coming up to benefit uh, kids this Christmas. It's the uh, Toy Drive and Car Show. It's going to be Saturday, December 9th. 
2017 at Burgertown, USA on Archibald. Tell us a little bit more about how this, this is not your first rodeo for doing toy drives, is it? Well, my fiance, says, <laughs> he's, it's not his first time, but mine, this is going to be my very first time, okay. um, especially, you know, being the uh, creator of the MAGA Girls, the women's movement. This is going to be our first Christmas toy drive. Gotcha. And this is uh, this is something that you've d- that he's done before, but you're doing it first. Now you mentioned MAGA girl. Yes. MAGA, obviously, for Make America Great Again. <laughs> but what is MAGA girl? It's everything that that should be representing uh, the American, the patriotic, um, God loving woman. Okay. You know. Um, well, I started out with just products. Products like customized. Products to whatever your liking is. Uh, people want to order T-shirts. T-shirts. You know, put put You've got whatever a Trump they want. T-shirt on. Got, oh yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got. We want pants. You want jewelry. Pants. You know. You have mega pants on right yes, now. I do. Wow. Did you and did you do these? <laughs> yes. Wow. That is. Uh, that's. I don't know if I would wear that, but I could see women wearing that for sure. That's 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 a lot of MAGA. Make America Great Again. Major bling on these pants. Don't get blinded. <laughs> so, so, so products like yeah, that. Yeah, so it started like out with the products. Hats, and, yeah. And, and then I started. Jewelry? Yes, jewelry. Bracelets? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And since it's customized, you know, you'd give me a call up, tell me what you want. I'll see if I can make it or get it for you. And Awesome. It is. So it went from products and, um, and then I started seeing a lot of women in the movement that are very, they're strong. Yeah. You know, they're, they're brave and, um. I, they're smart and, you know, so I started associating with them, became really good friends with them, um, almost like sisters now. And we wanted to uh, start a Maga Girl women's movement in Southern California and then just expand nationwide. Sweet. So the car show that's and toy drive, what, 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 what do people do? They show up to Burger Town USA, bring a toy? Bring an unwrapped toy. Okay. Um for either a boy or girl, it's going to be donated to the Ronald McDonald House, which they um, house uh, the family members and parents of sick children. Right. And um, we gave them a call before we started organizing this, and they said, you know, last year they didn't get that many presents. So Really? We said, well, let's do it. <laughs> and what else is going to be going on besides just the toy drive? What else? Is, why, should, gonna... why should people come out to this event? Oh, Santa. Santa's gonna be Santa there. Santa is the main. All right. And, and who's playing? Who's playing Santa? <laughs> Santa's playing Santa. What, Greg? Well, I gotta what do you get, mean? I Santa's gonna Santa. be Santa. While, while Santa's busy, I mean, he's getting ready for for Christmas. He's showing up to their event, <laughs> okay. man. What do she, you mean? He's she, taking a moment from she, the North uh, Pole. I didn't and know he's going to be at their event. What do you mean? Who's playing? Santa? Okay, okay. I didn't know Denise had those kind I, of connections. I have him on speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Awesome. So people can come and sit on Santa's lap. Oh, give yes. their toy, you know, their wish list. You know, these Pretty days bad. that that may not be such a good idea. <laughs> Sitting on Santa's lap. I can't believe you went there. Would it I help can't... if I say Santa is a devoted Republican conservative? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Good. Under 12. <laughs> so parents can bring their kids. They can, uh, Santa's lift it. There, it says exotic cars here. Yes. What kind of exotic cars? I see. Is well, this a B- B- Bugatti that's in the picture, right? See, I know what a Bugatti is. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Bugatti? Yes. 
It's Bugatti. Ita- that's, that's an Italian wine, isn't it? Yeah. I, exactly. Yeah. Jeez. I want that I'm car. Not, I, I'm not the car expert. He is. He, he's the one that made all the. Gotcha. Cars. So, so you got exotic cars? Yes. Uh, yes. Great. What kind? What, what, are, what are people? Who's who's going to be at the car show? Um, we have a couple special guests. Okay. Uh, we have a couple performances. Uh, we have a couple of uh, Hollywood artists. Really? Celebrities are going to be showing up. No kidding. Um, we just pretty much reached out to the community and let them know that we're doing something for a good cause. Yes. Uh, this has no type of uh, uh, boundary. This is open to the public. There's no political overtones. This whatsoever. isn't about politics. It's not about a religion. This is, this is, this is about taking care of the kids. We care about the kids. Exactly. exactly. Sweet. And I see music. What's going on with music? Is it going to be? Um, we do have a couple artists. Really? Uh, performances are going to be coming out. Okay. Um, we can't really say nothing on the radio. All right. Uh, because they are uh, special guest performances, and we do have uh, a couple special DJs that uh, decided to uh, pretty much take time from their daily routines to come out and DJ. Uh, one of them actually uh, basically begged me to DJ because he was actually in the Ronald McDonald home. Oh. Uh, his uh, son had cancer. Uh, he was there for two years. And he just wow. said, look, I want to be a part of this. This is big. This is something down my alley. And I just couldn't say no. I said, yeah, definitely. Bring that it on. That is awesome. And this is going to be December, Saturday, December 9th. That is correct. From 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Burgertown, USA at 760 Archibald Avenue in Ontario. That is correct. Starting at 9 a.m. and 9 going till 1 p.m. Yeah. That's exciting. Well, good for you. And this is uh, this is what year are you in now in terms of doing toy drives? This is your... Uh, this will be my ninth year. Wow. Yeah, my ninth year. Uh, four years ago, I did it for the uh, uh, Corona uh, City. I did that. I did it with the 4th of July extravaganza event for them. Okay. And then like, a couple of years before that, I did, that, uh, I did another car show uh, was uh, for the, uh, the, the Chalk Hospital. I did one for them in Hollywood, but that was like pretty a long time ago. Okay. So this is just something that, you know, we'd like to give back to the community and just let them know that we're, awesome. we're, we're here for them, you know. Well, this is great. And you've got all kinds of other sponsors and uh, people that are helping out with this event. So it yes. should be should be a great event. This is, this is a, a great time of year to give back to the community, and this is how you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, that's great. Well, so come on out to the car show and the toy drive uh, Saturday, December 9th. Burgertown, USA on Archibald, 760 Archibald. Where can people go if they want to get more information? Do you have a Facebook page for the event? Well, they no, we don't have a particular website or anything like that. But um, you can get more information by just following me on my Facebook. And your Facebook just, is what? Just Denise Ruiz. Denise, Denise? Ruiz, R-U-I-Z. So somebody would go facebook.com forward slash Denise Ruiz, yes. just spelled out like that, and you're going to be posting about that event uh, on your Facebook page. Yes. And that's where people can uh, get more information about MAGA Girl if they want. Exactly. Right there, if they want to, they want some nice leggings with MAGA <laughs> on it or a Trump t-shirt, uh, that's where they can go. Or they could go to the main website for uh, my creations, which is MAGAcreationsbydenise.com. MAGAcreationsbydenise.com. Dot com. Yes. Write that down, folks. If you need to get somebody some bling for Christmas, I think we have the source for it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't just do women's uh, accessories or clothing. You know, men could could go ahead and give me a call or email me and I can make anything. Well, this would be great. 
Okay, so men too. So for the uh, conservatives and patriots in your life, you, the, the perfect gift, and you can really annoy the heck out of some liberals by giving them some MAGA merchandise. Can you imagine oh, yeah. showing up oh, somewhere yeah. with uh, MAGA down the side of your pants, walking into Claremont, the city of Claremont, the dead? Oh, and I would too. And you would, and you're bold. <laughs> and we want to find out more about your boldness. We've got to take a quick break, and we'll be back with bold Denise Ruiz, the MAGA girl, after a break from our sponsor for this half hour. Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. I'm back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, president of Wholesale Capital Corporation and host of the main event, which airs every weekend here on AM590, The Answer. I'm proud to be a part of the effort to make America great again, not just by supporting this station and conservative movement, but also by helping people achieve the American dream of homeownership. Whether you're looking to achieve that dream and you need financing, or you already own a home and you're considering refinancing your mortgage in order to lower your payment, shorten your term, or pay off high-interest debt, or if you're over 62 and want to look into that great financing tool known as a reverse mortgage, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, toll-free day or night, 855-640-2020. I'll give you all your options, answer all your questions, and walk you through the process. And don't forget to listen to my show, The Main Event. Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m. Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on AM 590 The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate. Broker license number 01147747. And California Finance Lenders license number 603K610. Also licensed in Arizona by the Arizona Department of Financial Institutions. MB number 096199. AM 590. The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And we're pleased to have somebody today who lives that model, Denise Ruiz. And uh, she first came to my attention when she was organizing the March Against Sharia Law, the first one on June 10th of this year. That was a huge turnout, and there was plenty of opposition. The Antifas, who are the real Fas, by the way, turned out and... uh, it was, it was it was it was actually a great event, and there were you know there were no there were no serious problems with it. But tell us not so much about Sharia law, but your experiences in organizing that, and what you had to go through to bring that event off. Well, for the second event, I didn't do any press release. The first event, I did. Uh, we did a press release. We did major promoting. Uh, we had a great turnout, about five hundred people at the first one. The second one. Um, couple weeks ago you know we were low on numbers i didn't do a press release Mm -hmm. um unfortunately the opposition got a hold of that and was there um and you know it it wasn't wasn't what i expected um the opposition was yelling more of it was a trump event Mm. you know and um not they didn't notice that December second was the anniversary of San Bernardino shooting, which that's mainly why I planned. So got it and on the eve, sort of of the of that major terrorist event, the largest since nine eleven. As I understand, you, people you, you received threats. Then on all the the leftist epithets were thrown at you. Right, I'm always this. receiving some kind of threat, and it always comes from the same group opposition which do not belong here in san Bernardino county they don't even live out here they're from la and um you know they've been to the whole cut uh city meetings around there and you know i i believe they need to stay where 
they belong there. <laughs> and, and ironically, Stay they, home. And ironically, Stay they home. titled their event United for Love. Right. There is no and they love were show, they, You're saying they weren't showing much love that day. Oh, no, no. Yeah, this is the common reaction. There is a, uh, you know, any time that uh, the left has successfully labeled something as a phobia, whether it's homophobia, uh, transphobia, Islamophobia, you name it, uh, anybody that is... Uh, um, participating in that gets their the the uh their their fickle finger of hate award uh pointed at them and it's it's not right what they the irony i think of this is they really don't understand that the real hate exists within uh the way that islam in many countries is practiced i mean there's no tolerance for christianity in some of these countries uh, Saudi Arabia, for instance, um, Iran. These are countries that are ruled by Sharia. Right. It was, it was funny because on the second one, which I, I attended both of them, is there was this person over there waving the gay rainbow flag. And it was mixed in with a Mexican uh, right. flag. So they wrote together. Yeah, but but they, no concept that I mean, what happens to gays in countries where Sharia law controls. Right. They're persecuted in some place. They're killed. Right. Yeah, that's the real irony. Well, thank you for uh, coming in and joining us for uh, this uh, first half hour of the United IE Radio program. Uh, everybody needs to, on December the 9th, come out to the toy drive and car show that's going to be uh, on December 9th at Burgertown, USA, from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. You can go to Denise Ruiz's Facebook page to get more information, and we'll certainly be there and hope you will be, too. Right, and come if, if, if you're not coming for Santa, come for the free cupcakes. Oh, cupcakes! Oh, I, don't, I didn't see that mentioned here. That's a that's no, a big that's a big that's, deal. That's a surprise. We'll be back with more of the United I Radio Show after the break. <laughs> Welcome back to the United Inland Empire Radio Program, the radio show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. It's it, I got to tell you, having that conversation with Denise uh, Ruiz gives me. Um, more hope. I, you know, I have hope, but when you get to meet people that have uh, gotten engaged in the political uh, effort to push back progressivism here in California, people like Denise, um, you, I can't help but get more hopeful for the future when you see younger people like that that are uh, excited to be involved in the MAGA movement, if you will. And I'm sure she'll appreciate being called one of the younger people. That's, uh, but but you're but you're right. And the other thing is that she and her and her fiance do not look like what the left, what the liberals would say, is what a Republican would look like. Old, white, right, gray-haired people like me. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. No. They. they yeah. And uh, both of them are sporting some rather uh, nice tattoos. I mean, I tattoos are not my thing. Um, Denise, as it turns out, we didn't have a chance to explore this with her. It turns out she's either 25 or 50 percent Navajo. Apache. Apache. Thank you. Apache. Yeah. And uh, has a has a, uh, a, a tattoo representing her uh, heritage on her arm regarding that. Didn't did did not know that until. And I've seen the same thing when we've done our Trump rallies and our and, and the market night is the, is that Donald Trump brings in people. And not just racially, but in terms of, of of demographics, of economics, of of people, of job that 
you would never think would be a Republican, but those are the kind of people that he's been able to 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 attract. And there are some people that he's actually bringing out, um, out in the sense of uh, out of the closet for their histories. Apparently, this this era of exposing the corruption in Washington D.C., exposing the corruption within Hollywood, Hollywood exposing the corruption within the media, uh, especially the corruption that now is taking the form of uh, exposing what. Uh, bad, bad choice. Yeah, bad choice. Yeah, they, they've done enough to already expose. They're getting in trouble for exposing themselves. Matt Lauer bites the dust this week. A 20-year veteran, uh, $25 million a year man, uh, host of the Today Show, uh, whose co-hosts could not believe what the news they were having to share as the show opened on Wednesday morning that Matt Lauer, another casualty of this new environment we're in, where women are now feeling like they can, uh, they're in a, in a safe zone, where they can, safe room, where they can now speak up about what uh, has happened to them. And the thing is, these are the people that have claimed to be our moral betters. And it's not to be morally judged, the rest of us, to judge Donald Trump and his supporters. And then you look at what they, in fact, have been doing off camera. And they're in no position to be morally judging anyone. This is just it. This 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 is it. For for decades, one of the legs on their stool was sneering at Republicans and conservatives for their ways. They convicted us of being the perpetrators of the war on women. Uh, Hillary Clinton. Uh, it's a vast right wing conspiracy uh, that is uh, after her husband, Bill Clinton, for his sexual transgressions, which even now are beginning to get uh, the attention that they deserved ever so long ago. And people within the media are now saying, yeah, we probably didn't handle that whole thing. We didn't take them seriously. A platform of Hillary Clinton was we should be taking the women seriously. You have the right to be believed. That's what she said in 2016. Right. And who was the lady that kept all that undercover, that made, that created an environment. To suppress the, the quote, bimbo eruptions, Not just suppress, but was hostile to them. Yes. If they came Intimidate, out. Intimidate, smear. Right. They threaten. were they they were the ones that were turned into the perpetrators of a crime, and the men were considered to be victims of these women. Yeah, and you remember uh, Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Who was the... Who was the object of public derision, of jokes? Right. What was it? Was it the forty or fifty-something married president of the United States, or was it the young twenty-something intern? Right. And and and, and it was the, for the liberals. It was all the latter. James Carville. You never know what you're going to get when you drag a hundred dollar bill through a trailer park. <laughs> I mean, the and, and these are people now. George Stephanopoulos, he's the host. He's on video back in the 90s intimidating a journalist saying, if you come out with that story, you will never write again. Speaking about a story of one of Donald Trump's accusers. And if you don't, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll basically you'll, you'll have our gratitude. Right. George Stephanopoulos, who hosts a program now on ABC, right? Yep. 
and James Carville, who's who is trotted out every so often as a contributor to do a news program, he was part of the effort that organized that quote unquote war room on these women to suppress what they called bimbo eruptions. I mean, and it's all coming home to roost. And the thing that I love about this, Greg, and they started, they, they thought they were going to get this with Donald Trump and exactly and, the, and, right. and, and the video, and then they thought they were going to get Bill O'Reilly, and all of this stuff is now coming right back around uh, at them. You point one finger at somebody, there's four fingers, three fingers pointing back at you. Exactly right. The whole Billy Bush thing. NBC sat on that video for how long? What a, almost a decade, yep. right? Never saw the light of day. All of a sudden, and they knew it was there the whole time. They just waited for the right opportunity to leak it to the what the Washington yeah. Post or while while, while, while Donald, Donald Trump had a show on their network. Right, they had it the whole time, and when it wasn't convenient for them, right, because if he had the show on their network and they released that tape, it could have damaged the show mm-hmm. potentially. They sat on it when it was in their best interest, but when Donald Trump looked like he was gonna, you know. Be successful. They released the Billy Bush tape. What happened? It was a it was it was a a weekend of reckoning where the Trump campaign circled the wagons, and you know several people were let go because they didn't believe that Donald Trump could emerge successfully. I think that was the weekend that saw Chris Christie, you know, not get on air, you know, Trump's plane off to a campaign event because he thought that the campaign was over, and you know Steve Bannon gave him an ultimatum: you're either on the plane or off the plane. And, George, and Chris Christie chose off the plane. Right. And, and they went around, the, there was a meeting and they went around the room. And Christie was one of the people in the room. You know, you need to withdraw. You're going to lose. And only Bannon took up for him and said, you're going to win. And Bannon was absolutely right. Because, 100%. Because the people cared more about their jobs and their country. And Donald Trump was the only candidate that was going to stand up for them. And not so much about this uh, th- this video. And I believe there's some of that at play with what's going on down in Alabama with Judge Roy Moore. Judge Roy Moore, he may have done those things. We don't know. It's 40 years ago. We may never know. But the yeah, people but, of Alabama, but, also, but a number of those accusers, their stories are falling apart. And right. there's, 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 aside from forty years ago, there is serious reason to d- doubt, especially the one brought forward by Gloria Allred. Yes, where it appears that the note, note in the yearbook was forged. Exactly right. And you have somebody from that diner that said, "I know, I don't ever recall seeing Judge Roy Moore in here." A whole series of things right. that, 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 that her story. But the bottom apart. line is, you know, this, there's a similar dynamic playing out in Alabama with Judge Roy Moore's campaign. People is just that don't people, believe it. People don't believe it, but people would rather have a guy that stands up for their their values. You know, the whole Ten Commandment thing. Um, there's a lot about Judge Roy Moore that the people in Al- Alabama like and want to see uh, him representing them. And I'll tell you what, there's a whole lot to dislike about his Democratic opponent who is uh, for open borders, legalizing, you know, uh, the illegal immigrants in this country. Uh, I mean, there's a whole host of, of things. He's anti-Second Amendment. Doctor, I mean, he's he's Chuck, he's, uh, he's Chuck Schumer from Alabama. Right. So, yeah, Matt Lauer out. Um, there was another guy at PBS. I don't even, I'd never even. Garrison Keeler. I don't even know who that is. I, I've never heard that name. And Rush apparently had done battle with him when he, Rush's show first started. I mean, he's almost like Mr. Uh, Garrison Keeler had this kind of this image of almost like Mr. Rogers on the radio. Right. And again, 
the public persona of the liberal and then what the liberal is like in off camera and off mic. And this uh, fickled finger of fate award that seems to be rotating all through the establishment, particularly on the uh, left hand side. Of course, as it happens within the media, the media is 95 percent liberal anyway. So if there were. I mean, if this was going to be an equal opportunity destroyer of people's careers, there aren't too many conservatives to be destroyed. I guess Bill Riley went down because of some of the things in his. But in California, there's news about resignations as well. We'll get into that as we continue on the Unite Inland Empire radio program. After this word from All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back up to this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen, where like Rush, uh, like Rush Limbaugh, our talent is on loan from God, although we get ours from the micro-loan department. <laughs> oh, Greg, you're so funny. Well, this uh, this uh, sexual uh, harassment and... Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's coming to California, too. Came to California in the form of a resignation by Assemblyman Raul Bocanegra uh, out of the area, essentially north of Glendale, I think, is where his district is. Uh, on Monday, he announced that he would resign immediately rather than serve out his remaining term of uh, nine months. I guess he had originally said that he promised he wasn't going to run for elected office. He was, was going to resign, but only after the end of the legislative term in 2018. Exactly. Well, I guess things got too hot in the kitchen for him, and he decided to take his show and leave, which brings up an interesting dilemma for the Democrats, Greg. Well, they're getting close to that. I think they have. I think they were. They're plus two on two thirds in the in the assembly. Nope, they're at fifty three now. Fifty three. They were at fifty five. They have. There's two vacancies now as a result of resignations. So now they're at fifty three. They have lost. They're officially lost their supermajority. You had to have fifty four in order to maintain the supermajority. You'll, you'll you'll just have to bribe, coerce, or somehow persuade more another Republican to uh, vote for a tax increase. So I guess, yeah, I, which may not be too hard given. Uh, well, there were three tax increases this, this year. Okay. Every one of which would have failed if all of the Republicans had voted no. There you go. Isn't that a shame? And hopefully in the election in November of 2018, we say goodbye to uh, one of those out here in the Inland Empire, Chad Mays. And Mark Stein North? Another one. And and they're they're part of the seven Republicans that voted for this massive cap-and-trade tax increase that's going to increase gas prices by 73 cents a gallon. That's in addition to the the smaller gas tax that we're working on an initiative to repeal— Plus, the the cap and trade is going to increase all other energy prices as well. 
And California already has the highest gas prices in the entire country, has the highest electricity prices in the entire country. I just There was just an article, and I'm going to bring that up, that compared to the national average, California residential electricity rates are 44% more for residential and 60% higher for commercial and 98% higher for industrial. But compared to Texas, it is 71% more for residential, 115% more for commercial, and 175% more for industrial. Any any wonder why businesses are hightailing it, those that can, uh, hightailing it out of California? People, too. Where there is an there is an exodus of people leaving California. And we just lost one of our greatest activists this week with to Texas. Potentially more to come. That's right. And part of the dilemma you met, you mentioned uh, massive, uh, t- you know, taxes. Uh, apparently, this uh, CalPERS, which has this huge unfunded liability, has pu- potentially pushed the city of Monrovia into bankruptcy. Now, I guess the city of Oroville had to cut the pay of cops by 10% to finance its mandatory pension contributions to Pal- uh, CalPERS. Simi Valley had to form a commission to figure out how to cut the budget to finance their pension debt to CalPERS. And both SEIU and the police union took zero pay increases in their contracts instead of firing because of the overhang of this unfunded liability. So now the city of Monrovia, after six months of study and negotiation, this city that has more than 36,000 people located in the foothills of the San Gabriel Mountains east of Pasadena has developed an unusual five-point CalPERS response plan uh, that does not cut services but incorporates as part of one of the points a a, a, uh, bond that would pay off the total debt of $112 million of their pensions, making their pensions fully funded. $112 million for a city of 36,000 people. Well, but also what you're doing is, is you're borrowing to pay. to pay for the current liability. Right. So, so, you, so never mind what the future liability is going to be, you're now going to be borrowing money to pay for the current liability. Which, what, could, what could possibly go wrong with that? Well, what's going to go wrong is the fact that the source of the problem has not been fixed. In other words, they're, they're going to continue to uh, amount a pension liability because the problem, the fact that the pensions in California are a defined benefit plan, not a defined contribution plan like a 401k, but they're promising a benefit. And on top of that, as a part of the process of promising a benefit, they have to calculate in a possible rate of return on the money. And they've been woefully inaccurate on their rates of returns. They've been projecting that they'd get a 7% rate of return in actuality a 1%. Well, guess who has to make that difference up? The taxpayers. That's right. So you got we got pensions on the on the forefront. You had some. Well, the, the, the total liability uh, for the pensions, unfunded liability, exceeds one trillion dollars in exactly. California, and that's real money. It's well, when you when just a small city of Monrovia has a hundred and twelve million, and the clock is still ticking on that because they have if they don't cut the benefits. The liability still grows. So even though they've paid the current liability, there will be brand new liability amassing this year and in years going forward. And it squeezes out other spending on other things, on other cops, for example. You mentioned in the story they're having to lay off cops to pay for the pen, for the pension liability. That's right. And, it's dry, and almost every tax increase 
in California, state and local, is being driven by the pension liability. Now, they don't, they don't say this tax increase is for the pension liability, but they say, well, if you, if you, want, if you, if you want cops on the street, we need, you better vote for this tax increase. If you want your streets repaired, you better vote for this tax increase because the money is going into paying for these unaffordable defined benefit pension plans. Exactly right. And speaking of gas tax increase on November 1st, a gas tax went into effect, the gas tax increase. 12 cents a gallon for gas, 20 cents a gallon for diesel, plus uh, vehicle license fees. And there's a new development in the effort to repeal those gas taxes. We'll share that with you when we return from a break from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they're truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program. Great Britain, you guys every year put on an amazing Christmas event. And the Redlands Tea Party Patriots is doing the same thing this year. What have you got in store for us? Well, of course, we have the great Mill Creek appetizers and, uh, shall we say, adult beverages uh, for our for our attendees. We also have Evan Sayet, comedian and commentator, speaking and following up on his. We talked with him when he was on the show earlier this year about Donald Trump being the first wartime president in the culture war on our side. So, how are we doing? one year in, and Pastor Kevin O'Connor of the Ark of the Nazarene Church will give us a more traditional religious perspective on Christmas and why we, why we have that holiday. And of course, it's a, it's a gathering of all of our patriot friends, and we, we uh, talk about the year and all the things we've accomplished, and uh, it's, just gonna, it's, it's just really a great time and a, and, a, and a great party. It's on December 14. Right. Okay, good. Starts at 6 p.m., and you can buy your tickets now on Eventbrite. You can search that there or go to our Facebook page, Redlands Tea Party Patriots on Facebook. And we have a pin to the top there. And you can get a link to go buy your tickets. Or you can call my number at the office and come by and buy paper tickets if you want. And you can avoid your dollar or whatever Eventbrite page, Eventbrite fee. So it's just a really great event, and we hope people, particularly our patriots, will come out and have a great time. Well, it is a good time. You guys have uh, made a tradition out of this. This is what year that you've... Fourth. Fourth year, and uh, it sounds to be a great time. I'll be there. Looking forward to seeing you there. We talked a moment, we talked briefly before the break about the gas tax repeal effort. There is a, there are essentially two different petitions now that have uh, been... Uh, approved, I use air quotes, because one is fighting, still in the fight, over the title and language that the Attorney General gave to the uh, petitions to put the gas tax to the uh, vote of the people on November of 2018. Uh, One, essentially, Travis Allen is a straight repeal of this. Another one by a consortium of individuals is a constitutional amendment. Travis Allen has been fighting his... And he originally got a good title and summary to replace the one generated by the attorney general that was... It only doesn't mention taxes or fees. It just says a repeal of of dedicated revenues for road repair or words to that effect. Exactly. 
and he got a superior court judge to take his side, issued a new uh, title and summary. Uh, Brown and the attorney general appealed that to an appeals court. The appeals court agreed with the attorney general, rolled back the superior court's title and summary. It gets a little confusing. But now Travis Allen has decided he's going to appeal the appeal to the Supreme Court. Yes. And what the appellate court basically said is the attorney general can be as biased as he wants to be in writing these things. And we're just going to defer to the attorney general in writing and saying, of course, the attorney general is an elected partisan official, Democrat, and, and that's the way it is in California. Well, in this case, case, appointed partisan official. Right. Wasn't even elected, was appointed uh, to replace Kamala Harris. And, she, was, and, and Harris was doing the same thing, is writing these biased titles and summaries right. for the ones that she didn't, the ones that she, uh, that she didn't like politically. So we'll see what the California Supreme Court does, is whether they're going to say, yep, uh, they're... The attorney general has essentially unfettered discretion in writing biased titles and summaries or whether there's going to be some kind of judicial supervision on this because it's supposed to be fair. It's supposed to describe to the vote. The idea is so the voter reads a title, reads this little summary, and that's probably what most people do. They will then understand the basic gist of what the initiative is about. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's supposedly the goal rather than writing skewed ones to try to achieve the result that you, the attorney general, want to achieve. So now Travis Allen is appealing this decision to the California Supreme Court. No idea how long that's going to take. They're hoping for a relatively quick decision, but it could take two weeks, a month. Right. The California Supreme Court uh, has discretion on what cases they hear. The Court of Appeal, they'll hear your case and they'll, they'll issue a decision. But the California Supreme Court has discretion and actually takes cases only when they are of sufficient public importance to warrant the California Supreme Court reviewing it. And I think this this one may be of sufficient public interest and importance to warrant their review. In the meantime, you can go to nocagastax.com, sign up to volunteer, sign up to get a copy of the initiative in the in the mail once it's available. And we will be continuing to follow the story of the appeal effort through the court system Tune into the United I Radio Show every Saturday. And we'll see what what other media figures are uh, fired by next week. Exactly. We'll have more casualties, no doubt. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.